Welcome to the Patricia Raskin Show, the program that helps you turn obstacles into opportunities, challenges into solutions, and find answers to tough questions. And now, the award-winning powerhouse voice of radio. Here's your host, Patricia Raskin. Hello, everyone, and welcome. Welcome to the Patricia Raskin Positive Living Show, right here on voiceamerica.com. In our first half hour, we're going to talk about gardening, lifelong gardening, and how it not only helps bring you fresh food, but it helps really bring you fresh life in terms of your own life. It does so much for you, spiritually, mentally, physically. We're talking to Tony Gattoni. She is a speaker, author, and resilient gardener. Gardening is the number one hobby among baby boomers, and there are 78 million in this age bracket in the United States alone. Tony wants to empower those millions of people to continue to enjoy their hobby of gardening at any age. We're going to talk about her brand new book, The Lifelong Gardener, Garden with Ease and Joy at Any Age, and she'll give us a lot of tips and tricks for making gardening less physically demanding and more gratifying. Welcome, Tony. Thank you so much, Patricia. It's it's a joy to be here to uh, to talk with you. I, I, your intro is amazing because we're so much aligned. Um, yeah. I do the yeah. same thing. I help people turn obstacles into opportunities That's and right. challenges into solutions. So right. it's it's great to be here. Thank you. Yeah, and and I want to ask you a question off the record because I was telling you about some work I'm doing with somebody who's really working with soil and gardening. And a statistic I read is that the soil is actually therapeutic and healing. There's when your hands are in the soil, there's actually research that says that that's healing. Most definitely. It is, um, there is a an mechanism, excuse me, an organism in the soil that actually helps people to feel better about being outside and in the garden. They, I'm having a senior moment, so I can't tell you what the name of the organism is, but maybe it'll come up in a moment. Okay. Um, but research has shown that gardening can is so beneficial for us. And if nothing else, it gets people outside into, into nature and gives them a tremendous sense of empowerment to grow their own food and to create beauty in the world. Yeah, that's beautifully said. So let's talk about what adaptive gardening is and why we should care about it. Explain that. Well, adaptive gardening is a way of it offers hundreds of ways that gardeners of all ages, all abilities, including those in wheelchairs and walkers, of course, to continue doing what they love to do, even if they have a bad back, sore knees, hips, hands, or shoulder pain. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's a way to keep people doing what they love. And by adapting changing and modifying the way they've done it for many, many years. Hmm. So you don't, what you're saying is that you can do this at many different levels, skill levels and ability levels. Most definitely. Now, while I don't necessarily go into teaching gardening 101, I'm approaching this from the standpoint of Many of the gardeners that I speak to, they already know how to garden. My Mm -hmm. goal is to help them to stay in the garden through 
adapting how they garden and when they garden so that they're not doing the the things that actually creates more pain if the, when they're in the garden. You know, there's a lot of repetitive movement in the garden. And if they have a consciousness of how they're approaching gardening, they can do it for as long as they need to and want to. That's the key. That's wonderful. So what can gardeners do to plan for their future? Well, I think the main thing is that they can look to how they can adapt their gardens now. So even if they're not experiencing, you know, the natural body changes that we go through as as we age, but gardeners can adapt their gardens through um, a variety of ways, one of which, you know, many people are aware of what raised beds are, and what I advocate is to have an elevated raised bed so that they're not down on the ground, but that they're waist high. And then they can sit down or stand up without having to bend over. Mm-hmm. I also mm-hmm. suggest they can incorporate containers, again, to garden up, bring the garden up to you. And even to look around your garden and find out where you can have vertical gardening opportunities mm-hmm. because there's lots of fun vertical planters that are on the market that allows for you to stand up and stand back to admire your work. Mm, many, a lot of versatility. What are the top 10 things that gardeners should get rid of right away beside weeds and bugs, although bugs may be good? <laughs> <laughs> well, I think the first thing that they should, they should get rid of are, uh, are ladders. Um, ladders oh. are really, um, yeah, yeah. Ladders are the number one cause of people over 65 going to the ER. So mm. place that ladder with a step stool that's got a good grab bar. And, you know, also look around your, your garden for tripping hazards. Uh, there's a lot of people that put in flagstone in their, in their gardens. And those flagstones, unless they're cemented in, um, you know, sometimes people will, will put um, uh, ground cover in between the flagstone. Well, if, if you happen to be in an area that gets a drought, uh, that, flags, that, that uh, ground cover will dry up and you will be left with um, many opportunities <laughs> uh, through holes and, and creases that people could trip on. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Another thing that they can do is to, you know, eliminate. I talk a lot about tools, um, mm-hmm. and they can eliminate any of the tools that are in their tool shed or their garage that are rusted. Um, it's amazing how no matter if you get rid of the rust, it's always going to come back. And so I talk to people about um, finding tools that are really comfortable for you to use and if they're older tools and they've been rusted, better to replace them with new ergonomic tools mm-hmm. and that you'll be able to uh, use for many, many years to come rather than trying to keep fighting what's been happening with nature. Well, well there's also the danger of tools, cutting yourself. Yeah, that's Certainly. the other piece. Certainly. Well, and there's a lot of ergonomic tools in the market that um, now have safety guards on them. 
so mm-hmm. that, you know, like this one particular sharpener that I recommend is, um, it's by the Ironwood Tool Company. And I love it because it has a safety guard. So when you're sharpening your pruner, you're not going to accidentally cut yourself. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of really great tools that, that gardeners all over the world can start looking into because manufacturers are coming up with them. And it's just a matter of looking around to see what you can find. So having said that, Tony, do you think gardening has had a renaissance? Do you think it's more popular than it was 20 years ago? You're hearing so much about it now, particularly people who want to eat organically and eat fresh food right from their garden. Absolutely. I I really... um, a lot of people were thinking that garden, gardening was going to go by the wayside because baby boomers were getting older and were on a fixed income. But what's happening is such a joy because those baby boomers are passing on the information that they have. So they're bringing up a whole new, um, a whole new group of people who are enjoying being out in the garden. And, and for those baby boomers, um, you know, if, if you are retired and you're, you're no longer working, you know, one of the things that happens is that they tend to stay inside more. And what gardening does is get you outside. And if you can start growing your own food or even at a minimum to grow your own lettuces and salad greens, um, that is just, you know, then every night you're having a fresh salad from your, from your garden. Yeah. And, it, it's and you're able to share difference. that with your friends. Yeah. Huge difference. You know, talking so about people who are older, you know, many times, even for those of us who are very active and moving all the time, sometimes our balance is, you know, not quite as, is what it was. Our reaction time might be a little bit slower. Um, what about that in terms of gardening? <laughs> well, the first thing I would say, if your balance is off and, uh, and you have decreased muscle strength, please don't get on a ladder with a power tool. Uh, <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. But you think people would that know that, wouldn't you? Well, again, it's, you know, I think what adaptive gardening helps people to do is to uh, develop a consciousness so that you're thinking more in terms of the safety and your own comfort Whereas in the past, you know, we've always just gone out and done our thing. And um, as we age, it's a matter of, of gardening smarter, not harder. Yeah. Yeah. So, so it, it may take, you know, it's going to take less time to do more. And I think it's important if people take time to anticipate what they want to do and how they're going to approach it. That is the key. To adaptive gardening. Mm. A plan. A plan. A plan. A plan, yeah. I mean, I I, I suggest to people if they go to my website or if they read it in my book, I have an adaptive gardening action plan that helps people to do a self-assessment. What is it? uh, What is the new normal that may keep gardeners from actively pursuing gardening with gusto? Based on the new normal, you know, some aspect of, of their body that maybe just isn't working the way it used to. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And, and, and that can be enough to have some gardeners say that they're going to give it up. And my position is that you never want to give up gardening because it feeds our soul. It brings I, such joy to yeah. our lives. So and my it, whole intent is to share that, that joy and, and you to do. save them time, and money, and energy. Yeah, wonderful. Um, we're going to take a break, but um, before we close the segment, I want to read a quote based on what you just said. This is from Peggy okay. Hill, who's a writer for Alabama Gardener magazine. She says, oh, yeah. thanks to the lifelong gardener by Tony Gatoni, we can all continue doing what we love. This book will keep you gardening through all the seasons of your life. That sums it up, Tony. <laughs> oh, thank you. That's yes. beautiful. Thank all right, we're going to take a quick that. break. And uh, when we come back, we're going to talk more with Tony Gatoni. She's the author of The Lifelong Gardener, Garden with Ease and Joy at Any Age. And what is the uh, website, Tony? My website is is quite simple. It's the most original I could come up with. It's TonyGatoni.com. Yeah, and it's T-O-N-I-G-A-T-T-O-N-E.com. Thank you so much. Stay tuned, folks. You're listening to the Patricia Raskin Positive Living Show. We'll be right back. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Psych Up Live with host Dr. Suzanne Phillips offers a psychological perspective on coping with common and current life issues. This show addresses topics as varied as marital stress, insomnia, depression, raising teens, campus violence, and building self-resilience. Listen in as Dr. Phillips and her guest experts share the latest in books, findings, and information that will inform and enhance your life journey. Psych Up Live is heard every Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Do you understand your feline friends as well as you'd like? Why do they behave the way they do? If behavior issues get out of hand, how do you fix things? Get the answers and more when you listen to Cat Talk Radio with host Molly DeVos. We'll give you the straight facts, offer some tried and tested ideas, and alert you as to what's being done in this country and worldwide to save cats and shelter challenges. Cat Talk Radio on Voice America Variety. Beauty is always a reflection of how we are taking care of ourselves from the inside, and our business is no different. Building your business brand is a direct reflection of you. In today's competitive landscape, personal and proven leadership skills can ensure that our brands and businesses succeed. Join host Bonnie Bonadeo and visionary guest experts to help you find success. Tune into beautiful brands inside and out every Thursday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time and 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. You are listening to The Patricia Raskin Show. If you wish to call into our program today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That number again is 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to Patricia at PatriciaRaskin.com. Now, back to The Patricia Raskin Show. 
Hi, everyone, and we are back. You're listening to The Patricia Raskin Show. And my guest is Tony Gattoni. She is a passionate garden and entrepreneur. She's a master gardener. She's been a member and leader of the National Speakers Association and frequently speaks and writes on topics of adaptive gardening and edible landscapes. Her brand new book is The Lifelong Gardener, Gardening with Ease and Joy at Any Age. Welcome back, Tony. Thank you so much, Patricia. All right. Okay, so let's talk about sustainability. What can you do to make your garden really sustainable? Well, I think one of the first things that gardeners can can do is is think about how they can make their garden be as you know uh, working towards the future by eliminating some of the things that are high maintenance. Um, I, you know, I I personally have always been a a lover of roses, and where I Me live too. in Northern California. I get a lot of black spot, and that black spot means that I have to deleaf all the rose, all the leaves, and then uh, apply neem oil. And I'm really considering this this winter to take those climbing roses out and put in a vine that is much more disease resistant. Mm. Um, something else that they can do is to think about the right plant for the right place. Mm. Um, many times gardeners uh, go to a, a nursery, they fall in love with a plant, they buy it, they bring it home, and they don't really know where they're going to put it, and they put it in, and after a year or two, three years, that plant has become a bully. And other plants in the garden are now suffering as a result of it. So I think it's really important to think about getting the right plant, but putting it in the right place so that you know the, the sun requirements and the water requirements and most particularly how big is that plant going to be in three years. Yeah. Something else that people can do is think about alternatives to lawn. I mean, lawns are extraordinary water hogs. And there's so many ways that you can eliminate that lawn and put in native plants to your area that will, you know, you'll have to water them the first year, but thereafter, your water bill is going to go down drastically. And that's really Mm -hmm. something that people should be thinking about. Um, Organic gardening. Not using pesticides. We don't need pesticides going into our water systems. And people can, again, having that consciousness of using compost um, instead of, you know, pesticides and fertilizer, using compost and mulch is a great way to save the soil and also to save water and energy. Because if you put down a good heavy coat of mulch, you won't have to weed as much. So I'm getting back to the whole saving the energy aspect of sustainability. Yeah, all of that. So there's so much. There's so oh, much. There, there's so much. I mean, we could talk about that for an hour. What, <laughs> that's a, kind of what, about, what about in the garden, the tools in the garden and the pots? You know, just the whole thing about making things easier and lighter and using the right tools. We talked about tools a little bit in the last segment, but go ahead. 
Okay. Well, I think the number one tool that everyone should look look for to, to purchase is a reversible kneeler seat. And what this is, is it, it's, a, it's a narrow seat where you can sit down next to your containers or your elevated raised beds. But then you can turn it upside down so you're reversing it. And now it becomes a kneeler. And the legs of the chair are what you can push down on to get up again. <laughs> wow. And it's just... If you followed me on that, it's a kneeler seat, and everybody. So you kneel, you dirt. kneel, and then you get up. When when you're kneeling on it, right? The the legs that were actually for the chair when it's reversed, you push down on those, and you can stand up again. Oh, that's fabulous. Where and if people are at all unclear, they can go to my website, see it on my website. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, amazing. What yeah. about what about heaviness of pots and soil? What about that? The weight. Well, yeah, weight is definitely an issue. Um, you know, there's a, a lot of different opinions on this, but a lot of times, what I suggest to people um, is to put something at the the base of containers that doesn't weigh anything. And some people think that the best way to go are empty plastic bottles. It's a, a great way to recycle um, empty, you know, plastic bottles. And you put those at the bottom, maybe half of your container, and then put the soil over it. And so it's, you know, then your container is going to be half as uh, heavy as it normally would be. But it reminds me that there's another tool called a pot lifter. So that if, you're, if your containers are heavy to begin with, such as ceramic pots or concrete pots, even stone pots, there's a great tool called a pot lifter that has a strapping mechanism that allows for you to lift up the heaviest containers and being able to move them. We've actually used the pot lifter to move um, boulders. So you don't have to suffer with heavy pots <laughs> because there That's, are ways to get around that. Wow. There's so much. So there's really no excuse, right, Tony? There's no excuse. I mean, because there's so many devices. Yeah. I mean, it, you know, at, at, some, at some point I need to sit down and figure out how many tips, tools, and techniques are actually in the book because there's so many ways that people can modify and approach gardening from right. a more comfortable, safer point of view. Um, Let's talk about two more things. We've got about four minutes left. So oh, okay. I want to talk about the easiest things to do to grow in someone's kitchen garden. Most definitely. I'm a big advocate of growing edibles. And in their kitchen garden, the easiest thing that you can grow are lettuces and salad greens mm-hmm. and herbs. Yep. Yep. And but you can and you but you can also grow edible flowers. So you'll take an area that's primarily green with all those lettuces and, and and salad greens, but now you can introduce flowers to have that punch of color that you can also add to your dishes and your salads. And there's all sorts of 
edible flowers that are on the market for, for gardeners and kitchen gardens. You can even grow strawberries. If you've got good light coming in your kitchen, you can draw strawberries. You can grow strawberries inside. That's wonderful. How about other berries? Yeah. Like raspberries or blackberries or blueberries? Uh, not so much. Uh, okay, there's something so about the strawberry that's different. Yeah, strawberries because they're very low-growing. Whereas I see. a raspberry is a monster of a plant. And blueberries, they need to get larger. Yeah. Okay. All right. What about people, seniors on a fixed budget? What can they do to adapt their tools for home? Well, there's a variety of things that, that seniors can do. Um, We've got two minutes, there's, Tony. You know, so go ahead. We've got two minutes. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what they can do, <laughs> what they can do is to be able to um, save, first of all, save money at the grocery store by growing some of this food at home. But they can also, if they've got arthritis or any kind of decreased muscle strength, there's tools that they can uh, that they can adapt. I mean, let's say the decreased muscle strength, they can actually put a, um, uh, a bike grip onto the handle of a trowel. And so it's increased the size and the cushiness of that trowel. So it's going to be easier for them to work with a tool if it's got a larger grip. I've got lots of ideas in the book on this. <laughs> um, so with only right. another minute or two to go, I, I can't go into too much more. Um, All right. Well, then, there's, then there's, tell us, let's close by saying, what is the message you want to leave our listeners with? And then give us your websites and all of the information so we have it. But what would be your, your message? My message is one of helping people to have hope um, and to yeah. develop and grow their resilience. Because to me, there is nothing more depressing than a gardener that thinks that they have to give it up. So if they can look at how they can grow their resilience, um, they can't control what's going on around them, but they can control how they react to it. And life is giving us lots of challenges, yep. and, but it's a way of looking at the garden as a solution and not as an obstacle. Yeah. Thank so you it's, so it's much for that. Work. Yeah. Thank you so much. It was a wonderful interview. How can people find you? TonyGatoni.com. And okay. I've got a Facebook page, an Instagram page, a YouTube page, you name it. And it's all under uh, Tony Gatoni. And, of course, thank the book. And you have, uh, you know, exercises and things and tips and tricks for people on the um, website. Absolutely. Most definitely. Tony, Lots of thanks. tips and tools and techniques. Thanks so much for coming on the program. It was wonderful. Thank you, Patricia. I do Thank appreciate you. the time and the energy to be able to share this message with gardeners all over the world. Thank you. Stay on the line for a minute. All right, folks, that wraps Hi, up this Jill. first half hour of the program. We'll be right back with another half hour and another great guest right here on the Patricia Raskin Positive Living Show. Don't go anywhere. Thank you for tuning in to this week's edition of the Patricia Raskin Show. Be sure to join Patricia Raskin and another amazing guest next Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have an outstanding week.